G'day everybody, welcome to Saturday afternoon footy here on AFL Nation. Great to have you with us. The pre-game show for Beaumont Tiles. Beaumont's new Beaumont Max range starts at 20 bucks. You join us with a really interesting game from the MCG. Sydney, who are surging. Jarrett McVeigh's about to join us. Have a chat about what's working so beautifully amongst them. They are making a real run at a finals campaign. And the most optimistic Gold Coast Suns fans will still believe while there's a mathematical hope uh, that they can make it, they'll still believe uh, the half a dozen or so out there that hold true to such matters. Uh, it's great to be with you, Andy Murray, alongside Leon Cameron. Jared Waitley will join us a little bit later on once we get closer to the call of this one, having done a magnificent job with the boys on crunch time. As I said, Jared McVeigh, not too far away from joining us. Leon, lovely to see you. Andy, how are you? Good, uh, thank you. Fantastic uh, start to the weekend of footy last night. I mean... Just a cracking Friday night game. It had everything, and no doubt the guys would have discussed that in the last couple of hours. But uh, looking forward to this game because, as you said, the Swans have probably snuck up in the last couple of weeks, and all the talk has been about Geelong yep, and yep. will they get in? Um, Essendon, can they hold on? St Kilda, the, the, the narratives around that. But the Swans have won four in a row, and they're going for their fifth at home. I tucked them away four or five weeks ago. I mm. said, oh, they're done. They're, I can't remember what game it was, but... Maybe five weeks ago, yeah, before the winning streak they got on, they lost one. Again, I can't remember what it was, but I thought, oh, that's it. They're, they're probably cooked. There's too many going too well between them and, and, and eighth. Um, were you the same? Had you at some point of the season in your own mind thought, no, no, they're not going to play finals footy this year? Uh, being involved in the academy and being involved in the oh, club. Of course, it's a bit harder for you, yeah. You, you could actually see that behind the scenes start, things were starting to turn a little bit. Yep. Um, and it's probably been not just their last four wins, their last six or seven games. Um, you know, they drew with Geelong, which they should have won um, that game. Uh, they had a close loss to Richmond. So they've actually been in form for six or seven weeks. The challenge they've had, though, is keeping the players on the park. Yeah. yeah. And they've had that all year. They've yeah. had it through the preseason. They've had it all year. Uh, they may take a couple of steps forward and a step back. And so that momentum was sort of like it, it, it gained a little bit of a run and then it would drop away. And so um, that's been their challenge. But all of a sudden, their best win of the year last week against a really good informed Giants away puts them in a place where now they're a realistic chance. How much is the mathematical... Inside a footy club, just the Gold Coast Suns, 99.5% of us think they're done. They're not going to play finals footy. But the math says that if everything goes their way between now and the end and enough things go wrong for a few others, there's still a squeaky chance. Uh, how much do you cling to that, even even when your heart a heart says, no, we know this, is, this isn't going to happen? Yeah, look, I think, uh, I mean, all coaches cling to it because you're, you're there. To, the season is the marathon. We all talk about it at the start of the year, 1 to 20, well, it's 24 this year. Yep, yep. Ever buy, you play 23 games. So we all talk about this marathon. <laughs> um, well, you can't give up with three weeks to go. You can't give up with two weeks to go. So there's no doubt Gold Coast will be going, we played some really good footy a few weeks ago. Yeah, we got beaten by Adelaide. We came back. We took it to three or four goals. Yep, they lost a really key play in power, so they're actually in good form. And they come to the SCG winning four out of the last five. Yeah, so they will be absolutely very hard to beat. So let's have a think about that on the way through. Jerry Mavay has been good enough to join us from inside the Sydney camp. Of course, as they look to make it five in a row, part of the coaching setup at the Swannies. Hey, Jared, thanks for joining us, mate. We appreciate your time. 
Thanks for having me. Beautiful day out here, so I can't wait. No, it's magnificent. Absolutely picture perfect. Um, just talking to Leon Cameron um, a couple of minutes ago, and he said before the four-game winning streak started for you, blokes, there were signs that it was starting to head in the right direction, even though the wins may not have been mounting up. Were you were you sensing that as well? Yeah, we were. I mean, we played really well against Geelong, just our poor kicking that night here. Um, you know, really cost us that game. We, and, you know, we come away with a draw, a draw in the end. But um, look, we felt our game was was really growing, and you know, since then we've been beaten by Richmond. But other than that, we've uh, you know we've put in some good performances. And um, you know, throughout the year with a few injuries here and there, but um, you know, we could have beaten Port Adelaide here if it wasn't for poor kicking as well. So there's a few games we've let slip. But in saying that, you know, we think we're in a good spot at the moment to uh, to perform today. Mate. You know, Liam, how are you? Good, buddy. Listen, uh, do you guys uh, prepare for Miller to to go to someone today, knowing that a few weeks ago, I know he missed last week, he went to, um, I think in Brisbane, he was at Neil. He went after Neil. So do you prepare that and say, okay, what happens if he goes to Goulden? What happens if he goes to Warner? This is what we do. That gets heavily discussed during the week. Yeah, it is. I mean, you know, I swallow tag last week because Miller was out. Um, you know, so look, we're prepared for that. Um, but, you know, we could turn the tables and you might tag him as well because he's such a gun. Yeah. Um, you know, and then really, um, you know, take after their captain and, you know, their best player, really. He, you know, he's running the league both ways. Um, you know, so you've got to play a bit of cat and mouse there. But certainly, you know, I'm sure they'd be looking at Gordon and, um, you know, then how can we um, manipulate that, I guess, as well. You know, he's such a good little player for us. So I'm sure at some point he will get tagged. As the Forge coach, mate, how was... Uh, the first week with life after Buddy last week in the game against the Giants and how is that sort of bubbling along? I mean it's very hard to sort of change overnight and say hey listen we need a whole new structure you've still got six or seven regulars down there but how have you dealt with it as the Ford Lions coach? Yeah look it's certainly been different you know you lean on him for, for advice and his experience as well and um, you know but in saying that we've, we've put in place you know um you know, our forward patterns and the way the boys lead, and that's been a process for four years, and you know, Bud kind of fitted into that as well, but now I've got, you know, McLean, Amarty, and, and Logan as our bigs, and, you know, they're working well together, you know, they're, you know, they're kind of starting their journey together as a three, um, and hopefully they can play a lot, of four, a lot of footy for us as a footy club, but we're wrapped with the way they're going about it. Um, you know, they're not going to be Lance Franklin, obviously, one of the greats to ever play the game, but, you know, they'll find their way in their own way, and um, their combination and unpredictability to the opposition, I think, will be key for us. Footy teams are, you know, the sum of the parts, Jared, and you've t- just talked about a couple of the young players up your end of the ground, but can you take us into the roles that are being played um, and how important they are for your footy team by both Fox and Cunningham? Oh, look, huge. You know, uh, Robbie Fox, you know, played on Jeremy Cameron in the grand final, and, you know, when you get soundly beat, his performance that grand final, we were so proud of him, um, you know, play so well when you're under the pump and, and limit Cameron's ability. He's obviously a superstar. Look, we've been wrapped with him. And Harry was out of the team last year, but um, he started as a forward this year, defensive forward. Now we had a few injuries. He's performing his um, you know, lockdown back pocket roles on some gun, gun forwards, and he's doing it fantastically. And, uh, look, his season's been as consistent as anyone. So, you know, he's got a few targets there today with Ainsworth and a few of those types, some speed with Roses, some Flanders. Um, yeah, look, he's going to have his work cut out for him today as well. But he's doing a great job for us. Mate, you've had some challenges with the Suns at home in the last uh, four or five encounters. They've uh, mm. they've actually got a, not a bad record at the SCG over the last 
four or five games. What yep. do you think, you know, along with John and, and Dean and, and Pikey, you guys would have got together this week and said, what's the key to knocking over the Suns, the two or three things you need to make sure that you get done when you're sitting with the boys after the game and say, we did A, B and C really well and that got us the result. What do you think they are? First and foremost is always our, our, our pressure and contest around the ball. Look, that has to be sharp against a, a strong running team and some hard bodies inside. And then probably... Uh, what they've done to us in the past is uncontested marks. Okay, so they chip the ball around and then you know, try and tire out our, our midfield on defence and then you can't really attack off that because you know, the boys have spent. So our, um, our grid, our zone, our, you know, our kick-outs, when they kick out, our zones have got to be strong. We've got to force long down the line. But if they can chip all day, um, you know, that's how they've got us in the past. So our defence has to be sharp. Yeah, OK. And... Uh... Errol Gordon, I know we touched a little bit before on Miller. Took Miller uh, may be going to him. And, I mean, you've seen some kids come through your time um, being at Sydney for, for such a long journey, mate. Tell us a little bit about him. And, you know, a lot of people are starting to talk to him, talk about this All-Australian wing, which we, you know, surely he needs to be in because of what he's been doing. But what do you see Monday to Friday? You know, the supporters really only see the Saturday. But what do you see Monday to Friday? Oh, look, he's relentless nature to improve. Um, his training stands are uh, the best at the club. You know, for a third-year player, it's, it's quite amazing, uh, really. Um, his standards are just so high, and there's no secret as to why he's playing so well. His running ability is, you know, you're watching today, he's still going in the last couple of minutes of the game, you know, just running extremely hard and, and, and using his strengths, you know, which is great to see. Um, you know, if Miller goes to him, that might throw them off a bit because Errol's on the wing. Um, you know, then they can't get their shape and we can, you know, still play our way. So it, it, it'll be interesting to see who goes to who. But, um, yeah, look, his day-to-day stuff is first class for a third-year player. And, he, you know, he's only going to get better because he, he won't allow him, uh, himself to stop, really. So I imagine his confidence levels, you know, come from the work that he does. Jared, you just sort of take us, taking us inside, you know, a, a little bit there. But... His, his belief levels seem to be off the charts, not in a bad way. There seems to be no kick that he doesn't think he can make. And, uh, you know, that running check side last week, I think it was, was just a thing of beauty. I mean, his confidence levels, are they, you know, how high are they? Oh, sky high. He probably should have passed that one. He had Ray right. Campbell in the middle. Yes. So he's very lucky. Very <laughs> lucky he dogged that one. No, look, look, his confidence levels are high. And, you know, he does go for some outrageous kicks but you know we want him to do that as well because he can open up the game for us so you never want to take that away from him it's more probably um, you know situational based kicking if he's going for real hard ones when it's not needed you know know, that's the stuff we've been working on with him but in saying that he rarely misses the target so um, with his ability to kick it you know the the hardest kick going inside 50 uh, generally when he's got it um, you know we're really keen to you know get some movement get some lead ups and you know he'll find you and Tom Papley is part of your cohort down there, and you know we you, you love watching him play when he's not playing against the team that you barrack for, and when he when he is playing against the team you barrack for, you can't stand the bloke. How much the, the energy that he brings to your group, and the fact that he's always getting in the face of the opposition and and can unsettle them from time to time. How valuable is that, um, particularly in a forward line now that's you know in a, in, a, in a lot of respects starting its starting its AFL journey. Oh, look, yeah, look, it's critically important. And he's such a great standing board for me as a coach as well. He gets, you know, there's guys in your team that just get the vibe of the group and understand, you know, what I need as a leader to do here. And that might be, 
um, his energy, or he might just feel it's a bit quiet, then he'll get them going. So that type of leadership stuff, you know, is different. But he gets the vibe of the group, you know, really well. Um, and, you know, that's hard to do. So he's one of the... And he knows that, you know, he's strong at that. Um, and he's around the, his energy around the ball, which, you know, can be inconsistent with him sometimes as long as he's not trying to get forward too fast. But he's so good around the scramble, you know, getting in and out of the contest really well. Then he gets forward hard, you know, which, which we love about him. And, you know, the energy he, he provides when he keeps a goal, he just enjoys the game of AFL. And, you know, that's what it's all about. And, um, you know, we want to see more of it. Mate, uh, we spoke about Fox and Cunningham. Uh, just over the last couple of weeks, uh, Aaron Francis has come back into the team. He's holding down one of those key positions with, with, with Dane Rampey out. What's your take on him? And do you think he's sort of starting to turn the corner in terms of his football and performing at an AFL level and, and, and is a possibility to lock down one of those starting seven positions? Was that Fox? Sorry, I couldn't hear. Sorry, Aaron Francis. Oh, Frank. Oh, look, look, we're wrapped with his year, to be honest. Um, he reads the game so well. He he makes great decisions in the air, whether to spoil or mark. And certainly, he's um, you know we think he's in our best 22. And um, we've had a few injuries, and he's been able to come in and perform really well for us. And um, there's no doubt he could lock down that role. Absolutely, he's, he's got a great ability to to read the ball in flight. His probably his biggest weakness was his his uh, running, but he's really improved that in the in, in the off season. Mate, good luck today. We really appreciate your time uh, leading up to this one. It's a slightly earlier start than initially uh, forecast. So, mate, we, we wish you all the very best and, uh, you know, may the rest of the season hold uh, in store for, for you what you hope it will, mate. We appreciate your time. Great. Thanks, boys. Good luck, mate. Good, luck, mate. good on you. Jared McVeigh, part of the coaching crew at the Sydney Swans. Just quickly on something he touched on there, post-Franklin, those three young key forwards that he talked about and the interchangeability and the three of them, you, you've watched them closely. Is that a are they a ten year foundation for that front half? Do you think for the Swannies? have they got it already? Look, it's a really good question. I think, um, and it's hard to say yes at the moment yep. uh, because Franklin probably has taken a lot of that, not in a bad way. He's just it's Lance. <laughs> it's yeah. Lance. He's been yep. a superstar, and so watching Amadi now play regularly week in week out. Um, you're probably not going to be able to judge that until halfway through next year. Mm. There's no doubt he's starting to play some really good footy. There's some great attributes. Um, he needs a little bit of luck with his body. Um, I think McLean's uh, and the, working closely with the two of them, you can just see that they're starting to get a little bit of synergy along with McDonald. Mm. But I think they need a really good preseason because they've they haven't had a preseason without Lance there. Yeah, okay. And so yeah, when you think about together. you know yeah, those yeah, thirty yeah. or forty sessions through December, January, February, March. Yep. Yeah. When the ball's coming down, they're doing their practice and their drills and their running patterns. It's normally going into one person. Yeah. So, you know, getting used to each other, having a little bonus now these last few games, and then leading the preseason, no doubt it's going to hold them in good stead. But it's really exciting for the Swans having them because all three of them are very young and clearly want a piece of the action. Yeah. Beautiful day at the SCG. Couldn't get better for a game of footy. We'll have a chat about last night's game. Look forward to the rest of the round with Leon Cameron on the other side of the break. The call team dressed by Ringers Western. The travel partner is Bargain Car Rental. Signet is powering the call team. And don't forget, Tyler's Beaumont's buying team have created the best value tile range ever. It's called Beaumont Max. Tiles from just 20 bucks. Subways from 30 bucks. Everyday savings with Beaumont Max. Drop into one of the over 115 stores and be helped by the very best. You'll be happy you chose Beaumont's. 
Welcome back uh, to AFL Nation for Tyre Power. Great to be here. Pre-game show for Beaumont Tiles. Beaumont's new Beaumont Rat Max range starts at 20 bucks. Andy Murray alongside Leon Cameron. Jerry Waitley will rejoin us in commentary. The boys did talk a lot about last night, obviously the first hour on crunch time. But if three or four minutes, give us your takeaway from, from last night's game and, and how both of those two teams emerge from from that contest with the rest of the season in front of them and their final aspirations ahead of them? Before the game, it was a matter of whether Geelong would turn up. I don't say that in a bad way. It's just they have done so much. They won the flag last year. They won, I think, 15 in a row. Mm. They're a bit banged up. They're older. Mm. We all know that. Mm. Everyone talks about it. And so to turn up every week is a lot harder for them. Now, whereas a more enthusiastic side that's a bit younger... They're on their journey. They haven't won one. Their energy levels can last a little bit longer from week to week. Yep. And so Geelong turned up. They were, out, I thought they played a really good brand of footy. They probably just lost their way for 10 or 15 in the third. Mm-hmm. But most sides always have a down patch. Um, but other than that, uh, their finish to the game, 19 to 6 inside 50. That's dominant. And the two goals that Collingwood got um, were on the back of two poor turnovers. Yep. They had full momentum, and as much as what we're lauding Collingwood, and I thought Collingwood played a great brand as well, Geelong had an opportunity to win that game. And Cameron with 10 points down, if he had a slot of the goal, brought him back to four points with the dominance of inside 50, Geelong could have won their footy. And yep. so all of a sudden they knock off the first side. Yeah. They beat Port Adelaide last week. And so you're going, that's pretty good form. Um, they would be disappointed because of the 15-minute lapse in the third that cost them, and they were probably coming from too far back. Yep. And the you know and the couple of errors they had in the last quarter. So, I walked away and I thought Geelong, well done. I thought it was a really good game of footy. I think they're absolutely still in it. They've got St Kilda and they've got the Bulldogs at home. Yep. If they win two, they go to 12 and a half. Yep. They are still a chance. It's whether or not you need 13 to get in. Yep. If they get in it, and they have a week off. Those guys, all they want to do is fast forward to the finals. Yeah, that's true. They yeah. don't, you know, I mean, I'm not saying this a bad way. Hawkins and Blitzarves and all the guys have been around for 15 years. They've been superstars. Um, they'd much prefer to go, okay, let's give me the finals footy than 15 weeks of home and away. So you, you can know? say the same thing to, uh, about Collingwood, though, right? Top of the ladder, two games clear. They've dropped a couple of games. You, you could forgive them, even mm. though you're not going to, but you could forgive them for just having a 1% or 2% switch off because they know they're in. They're going to finish first or second, yeah. and then we get ready. So they've got to, they lose a couple of key players, and then the skipper goes down early. Geelong play a great, 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 a great brand of footy, and Collingwood still get the job done. They do you do. give them a big tick for last night, or, or I, is there a caution no, about it? No, no, no. I give both sides a yep. big tick. Yep. I thought it was a cracking game. And yep. I know we're, you know we're trying to define one to the other, which one's the loser, which one's the yeah, winner. Yeah, yeah. Collingwood got the four points. But they came in with a, a – I reckon they had to have a little bit different mindset this week. Yeah. They probably had their two weeks of luxury at the top of the ladder last two weeks. Yeah. But they came in really steely. And then they, they had to double down when Moore went down. Yeah. They've lost Dacos. Now Moore's out. And you've seen this wave of just energy saying, OK, we don't have our captain. We don't have our best player. Hey, 23 guys, 22, it's on. Yeah. And so they just lifted, and it yeah. was fantastic to it's see. It's a fantastic Friday night. Call to dressed, thanks to Ringers Westerns. Don't forget when you're heading over at uh, the Adelaide Oval to take in a game of footy or the cricket or just heading over to the City of Churches, the Adelaide Oval Hotel is a magnificent place to stay. Check it out, adelaidovalhotel.com.au.